This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the MyBSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much, and welcome to the second hour, folks. Glad to have you uh, tuned in. Hope you'll, uh, hope you'll enjoy this hour. I enjoy doing it for you. And uh, it's audience participation, don't you know? So I need to have some calls. We have two lines open right now. And this particular guest host would love to have a uh, couple of calls. We have uh, Dan in Preston will be our first call up, and then you could be second and third. Wouldn't that be nice? 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, give a call right now. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones and being my friend. And Mike sees me through some tough times and uh, always a always a good guy. I'm very, very grateful for his being here. Again, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, we have our SPCA of Texas dog, Blue Boy. This pint-sized pup is looking for a new family who will love and spoil him. He's a two-and-a-half-year-old chihuahua mix with a smooth tan coat, semi-floppy ears, and caramel eyes. When Blue Boy came to the SPCA of Texas, he was shy and unsure of what to think of all the unfamiliar people. Now Blue Boy is in a foster home where he has really blossomed into a loving family pet. He really enjoys squeaky toys and playing with other dogs. Since being in his foster home, he's also mastered using potty pads and is trained to go into a crate peacefully. Blue Boy gets along with other dogs and cats in his foster home, but he would prefer a home with children older than five years of age, as Tiny Tots make him a bit nervous. He is a Chihuahua mix, after all. This little guy is sure to be a wonderful addition to any family willing to open their hearts and home to a new pet. To celebrate Shelter Pet Summer, you can adopt any adult dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas shelters for only $25. The shelter is offered for pets. The special is offered for pets located at the SPCA of Texas shelters and in their foster homes, and adoptions will be by appointment only. Blue Boy is waiting to meet you in an SPCA of Texas foster home. To request an appointment to meet Blue Boy, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Blue Boy has been neutered, microchipped, has had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He'll be waiting for his new forever family in an SPCA of Texas foster home. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and to schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that's Blue Boy, and I hope we can help him find a home. That'd be kind of cool. Blue Boy, the little bitty chihuahua. Sponsored today by Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. This is a second-generation family business established in 1986. That's a lot of roofs installed in that time, many tens of thousands of roofs installed. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal and slate roofs, and new or residential re-roofing. They do it all. They did a re-roof at our house three years ago, and we couldn't be happier. If you think you may have had hail or wind damage from storms earlier this year, don't wait until your insurance claim time runs out. Contact Wortham Brothers now to have your roof inspected. You'll be happy you did, and you'll be really happy if you hire Wortham Brothers uh, to do the uh, work for you. I know we were. They have suggestions for how to get the most for your insurance 
dollar, or maybe you're not insured. Maybe it's just for your dollar. They can put the best possible roof on at the lowest possible price, and it's going to be a great roof. The Roofing Company is built on integrity and quality and innovation. The Roofing Company that I'm proud to recommend, and they are the roofing company that's been on my roof because they replaced our roof. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. They serve the whole North Texas area. WBRoofing.com, 972-562-5788. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, thank you much. And uh, let's go back to our phone lines now. Our first call this hour is Dan in Preston along the Red River. Dan, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, uh, Neil. This yes, is, uh, sir. And um, I've got a question about. I've got this little backyard uh, garden, and uh, I've got squash and okra and uh, some cantaloupe and some watermelons. And uh, my watermelon plant—it's uh, got some vines on, but I don't see any blooms on it yet. They're probably maybe eight feet long or so. And wondering if that's gonna—they're gonna make, you know, or what? What one of this? If it's on track there, you know. When uh, did you plant the, them? Uh, well, back in the spring or uh, what it, week? Well, it was after the freeze and stuff, you know. I'm going to say. What week, yeah? Probably first week of March, thereabout. That's awfully early. We were still having freezes then. Okay. But All right. And what variety? I, I could be wrong, you know, but in that, you know, it's in March sometime, best I can remember. Um, All right, you're, yeah. you're my, awfully, Dan, you're awfully far north, and to be planting that early, there were there were significant freezes still at that point. I I don't want to question it too much, but, um, okay, and they're in full sun? Yeah. Um, All right, all you can do is wait, and uh, hopefully you got a watermelon variety that was not one of the really large ones. Those obviously take a lot longer to grow and to develop. But if you got a small to mid-sized variety watermelon, then uh, it it should bloom and, and should have time to produce. It should be doing so already. Uh, but you know, without knowing the variety, without knowing the the exact time when it was planted, uh, there are a lot of variables working here, and and I don't know that I can help you. You had a question about your squash, is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, what would make it uh, squash doing great? I've got done harvested about twenty five pounds or so. Uh, you know, little pound freezer bags. Uh, but I was wondering, some of them, they get about maybe six, seven inches longer. And I noticed half of it's yellow and other kind of lime green. I mean, what what's causing that? That is usually a virus that is in it. doesn't harm the plant. The fruit doesn't affect the taste at all or the nutritional value. It does look odd. I will give you that. But uh, that's uh, usually a, a virus of some sort. But it's, it's okay to eat and everything, I guess. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, my now my cantaloupes uh, again. I planted them the same time the uh, the watermelon. I've got about fifteen cantaloupes, probably you know uh, softball size now. Well, it's a they're smaller melons, and again, we don't know the varieties. I, I've, you you've got to find the the best recommended variety for. I assume you're in Grayson County for Grayson County. Your well, frost free. That's I'm Colin County. County. All right. Yeah, uh, near, near Okay, I, I've lived in Collin County 44 years, and I don't know a town called Preston. Where Where are you? Princeton. Princeton. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know Princeton. Okay, I beg your pardon. It says, it says okay. Preston on my call screen, and that's what was throwing me. That's why I had okay. Mike come back to you. And, and so. <laughs> All right. All right, uh, and I, so you're very close to where I live, and we definitely had cold weather, cool weather. Uh, right. You need to know your variety. You need to you need to know exactly what was going on, uh, and in terms of just be patient on the watermelons, and and you should be okay. But next time around, 
uh, get the varieties that are recommended for Collin County and uh, be sure that you uh, that you plant uh, for Collin County you would want to plant watermelons about the first of about the probably the 25th of March would be your safe time okay yeah okay all right good um, deal well good luck with it appreciate your call oh. thank you sir sorry for the confusion all right, uh, we will come back and go to Cynthia in Arlington and Carolyn in Granbury as we kind of circle around to the south and southwest side of the Metroplex. Let me uh, get another piece of paper over here. didn't have my ad copy in front of me. I want to tell you about uh, my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. The vegetable chapter took me about six or eight weeks to write because I wanted to get a lot of information and um, uh, and I did. There's a lot of great information out there online, and you'll find all of those references uh, on the melons, on the various things. I, I remember doing the melon part and doing that uh, research, and melons alone, because there's so many different kinds of melons, you have to do days of research to write a couple of pages. And uh, so Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing. 344 pages. When I began, I thought it would be about 200 pages. Ended up 344. I thought I'd use maybe three or 400 photographs. 840. I, I just kind of went for broke on this book. I wanted it to be the best thing I had ever produced uh, in terms of books. I, I feel like my family is uh, kind of in that category from my whole life. But, but that's another story. My marriage, that's another story. <laughs> but uh, this has 344 pages, a hardback, 840 photographs, more than 25 multi-page charts printed in San Antonio. I wanted to go to the press checks. I wanted to be able to watch every one of the 42 signatures come off the presses and uh, and to approve them before they started running. And uh, Clear Visions has printed each uh, of the, the five uh, runs, and I could not be happier. They're just fabulous. And They've been bound by Universal Book Bindery in downtown San Antonio, all of which was to keep Texas printers and binders employed. So this is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It covers all aspects of lawns, landscapes, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetables. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. It's available from my office, from my office by calling the phone or from my website. Phone number to the office Monday through Friday is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way to order it, and much quicker way to do so, is to order it off the website at neilsperry.com. I sign every copy as it's bought, and uh, we get them in the mail within a day or so. Uh, they're signed in my garage, and my wife and I take them to the post office. Simple as that. So if you order from the website now, I'll be signing tonight. That's at neilsperry.com. Satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund. No refunds ever asked for so far. That's N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy. If you would like to go to the in-person service, the 1005 service is your next one up. There's one going on right now, 8, 9, 1005, and 1110. And uh, the 1005 service streams live at sharingtheheart.org. And uh, for the, the contemporary services, uh, they're uh, also at uh, those times. Well, let's see, uh, 1005 and 1110, I know. And the 1110 service streams live at sharingtheheart.org. And we've also helped a Melissa, the Melissa Church start, and they have two services. All that information is at sharingtheheart.org. We love our church. First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Let me tell you now about the people who do the finest in tree work anywhere around. This is the fine specialist from Arborological Services. They think about trees. They get up in the morning 
That's what they're thinking about. They work all day. That's what they're thinking about. They sit around their conference table discussing their work. That's what they're talking about. They go home at night. That's what they're mulling around in their minds. Trees, trees and more trees. They are college-degreed horticulturists and foresters, and they think trees. Three of their people have been uh, selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters. What an honor for each of them, and well-deserved. They have uh, more than 10 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their staff. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, and they have an 11-time Texas State champion tree climber, uh, Miguel Pastanez. He's the one who heads the team that comes to our house. Oh, my goodness, these people are good. For routine tree management and maintenance, all the way to heroic care of trees, they do it all. You'll enjoy watching them, and you'll have a great peace of mind of knowing that they are caring for your trees. Now, let me spell the name of the company for you. I don't do that very often because I guess I just assume that you know what I'm talking about. It's an odd word, arborological, A-R-B-O-R. I-L-O-G-I-C-A-L. It's not a put-together word. It's a forestry word. Arbor, I-Logical, Arborological Services. That's who they are. On the web, it's arborological.com. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. And the phone number sounds like some big national company, but they are strictly local. 866 552 7267. That's Arborological Services, 866 552 7267. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we go to Cynthia in Arlington. Cynthia, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. Oh, absolutely. Um, I am a Callaway customer here in Arlington, Texas, and happened into my favorite uh, landscaper and growers mix there and uh, wondering how deep I could make that to put around some peach trees and areas in my full sun garden as a grass, perhaps, weed block. Okay, and what are you talking about? You're talking about a mulch? Well, to use it that way, but this is called, these are big three-cubic-foot bags, and they're from Paris, Texas, so they have a lot of pine finds and bits of bark and all these wonderful products, and I'm hoping that if I open each bag around my peach trees and my full sun garden, that this landscape and growers mix will form a wonderful weed block or grass. All right, are you are you talking about Jamasco products? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. All right. And I use Jamasco pine bark mulch. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's the nickel and dime size pine bark mulch. I uh-huh. use. Uh, I buy it's small and it's wonderful. Yeah, I agree with you. I buy forty or fifty bags at a time, and because you brought it up, I'm willing to mention that. I don't do it as a normal, uh, just out of the blue, bring that up and talk about it. But since you uh, mentioned Paris and you're talking about it very freely here, I'm I'm happy to do that. Uh, I use it as a mulch, but I don't I don't just pile it up. I put about an inch. That's enough. Okay. Um, you don't you don't have to. People make these big mounds around their trees, and I have never figured out what I have figured out what they're doing. I put it on. Yeah, hang on, just a second. I put it on Facebook. I said, "What is this? Why why these mulch volcanoes around trees?" And I had two or three people said, "Neil, how can you miss that? What has happened is people, uh, landscapers, have planted the trees, and they don't want to haul the soil off. There's soil under those things." 
And so they have piled it up around the trunks of the trees and then covered it with mulch to camouflage it. I hate to throw my own profession under the bus, but they deserve to be in that case. So okay. when I when I use a mulch, when I have a tree planted in, in my landscape, I want it to be at the same grade it was planted uh, in its pot or in, in the nursery. I want it to be growing uh, pretty much the same, play, the same level that it's always grown in its life, the way it was accustomed. And then when I put mulch on, I may want an inch of mulch. That's enough. If any weeds thank come you. up, thank I can you, hoe them. You. I can hoe them out, yeah. and I'm done with it. It's it's not a problem. An inch of that pine bark mulch is adequate. It's a wonderful oh, product. It, it really, really is. And I was nervous about putting much underneath my uh, Emperor One Japanese maple that's been here for ten years, and it was a good size then. And um, and so I will just use an inch under it as well. I've been doing that for 30 years. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a, have a great day. Thank you, Cynthia. Hey, have a great day. It's in bags. I'm going to go empty them right now in the pool. Thank you. That a girl. All right. All right. All right, let's go to Carolyn in Granbury. Next call up. Carolyn, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi, Neil. I have a a big problem that I hope you can solve for me. I live on acreage, but in my backyard, my immediate backyard, against a fence, I have a great big uh, bed that has a a tree in the middle of it and some shrubbery. And uh, I have a lawn service that uh, mows my lawn, but they don't take care of shrubs or anything. And we discovered that there is poison ivy in that bed, and that the outer perimeter of the bed is monkey grass, and it has even gotten into the monkey grass. And I'm elderly, so I can't go out and take care of it, and mm-hmm. I've been calling several people about it, and I can't seem to get... I called True Green, and I think uh, they don't do anything, And I think the way it's going to have to be handled is probably sprayed since there's quite a bit of it. And I'm I'm to the point where I don't care if the shrubbery uh, gets sprayed on or not. I'm just concerned about getting rid of that poison ivy. No, you care about your shrubs. You don't want to. Are these shrubs that are healthy after the winter? Did they come through the winter okay? Uh Uh-huh. All right. And are they... Has the poison ivy gotten so bad that it has shrouded the shrubs and shaded them so badly that they have died away because of that? No, they haven't. Uh, the poison ivy hasn't gotten into the shrubs. It just seems to be uh, in the monkey grass and in the okay. bottom of the bed. Okay. Well, there's there's hope. You don't have to go out there with sprays. I, I'm not against spraying poison ivy. Uh, please don't confuse issues and i don't think you're going to but um i I don't want anybody misrepresenting i i am very much a believer in using 2,4-D as a spray to kill poison ivy over there where you don't have shrubs where it's out in a in a pasture or in in turf or something but not where you have shrubs and ground covers i don't want to do damage to desirable plants when you can get rid of poison ivy some other way what i i can't see your poison ivy so i'm i'm kind of uh, giving shots in the dark here and and i'll do the best i can uh, what you need is a landscape contractor not uh, not a lawn care company in this case somebody who does whole landscape maintenance and and you just need to hire them maybe by the job uh, what they would do is come in with lopping shears, you know, those long-handled loppers. They can reach in under the under the shrubs. They're used to doing this. I'm used to doing this. You reach in and you cut the poison ivy. You, you, you find where it comes out of the ground, where that one vine, may just be one plant, comes out of the ground, and you clip it off at that point. Uh, or maybe you can reach in and, and snag it with a hoe, and you... you you sever the roots, you, you cut it, you pull it, and leave it on top of the of the shrubs. It's going to look awful for a few days. It will wither, it will turn brown, um, and dry up, and, and it'll look like the whole place has died, the, on top of the monkey grass everywhere. But that's okay for a few days. You can endure that. 
and it would do the same thing if you sprayed it. So it's it's just a trade of how you're getting rid of it. And then at that point, you can come in again with the lopping shears because you'll easily be able to see where it is and cut those little pieces into sections that are manageable. You're never going to touch the stems. You're you're going to or they're they're going to cut the stems into sections maybe uh, 18 inches long, and they'll come back with the lopping shears. And there's finesse involved in this. You can pluck up the 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 sections of poison ivy stems and put them in a wheelbarrow. You it's anybody can eat with chopsticks can also learn to pick up poison ivy sticks with <laughs> with without cutting them another time. You know you you pick them up gently and and you can you can lift them and put them over there and put them in the wheelbarrow and and little by little you get rid of all of it and then all you have left is that stump of poison ivy. And if it sprouts out again, then you can take a tank, a, a pump sprayer, a two-gallon tank, with the, the weed killer in it, and you can spray right onto the growth that comes up from that stump and kill it in a very contained area where you're not going to be hurting the, the uh, surrounding uh, shrubs and ground cover. But that's, that's the way I would approach it and have done so in my own landscape on several occasions where it or honeysuckle or something else has gotten out of hand. Okay, so it, it, it can a be done. Contractor is what I need to. Yeah, you look need a landscape for. contractor, and I would talk to a local nursery and ask them who are the who's a landscape contractor who could do this for me. A good independent nursery in your town, not not a not a big box store, but right. a local a local nursery will know what I'm talking about. These are people who have trucks and do not have storefronts. You, okay. you, you know, they're the invisible people in the industry, and they're probably the hardest working people in the industry, but they can help you. Okay. Thank you so much, Neil. It can be done. I know you can do it. Good luck with it, Carolyn. Thanks Thank for the you. call. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Sharon and Hurst, I will help you with your St. Augustine. I do need to get a newscast in here first. Advanced Foundation Repair. They are the, uh, they are the best. 26 years now, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair. I've told you things like uh, Fred Marshall. I made Fred wait six weeks while I checked out all the references because I didn't know, and I still don't know that much, but I didn't know anything about foundation repairs when he called and said, I'd like to advertise with you. I said, let me check some references. He gave me 15, and you have never heard people so happy with work that was done for them. I'm one of them now. We're thrilled. I mean, he took a really bad situation at our home in one of the rooms that was added on, our sunroom, and the foundation of that room was just dreadful, and he made our house whole once again. That's advanced foundation repair. I hear that time and again. And another thing I always hear, or frequently hear, about advanced foundation repair is the fact that if you don't need foundation work done on your house, they tell you that. Thanks for having us out. Appreciate that. After our inspection, we found that you do not have foundation problems. Here's our card. Call us if you think you do. We'll come back. And that's pretty that's pretty spectacular because most of us don't know if for sure, sure, we have foundation problems. And if somebody said you have this or that wrong with your foundation, we would be going on blind faith. Well, with advanced foundation repair, blind faith turns into integrity and honesty. And when they do the work, it's done for the lifetime of the home, transferable owner to owner to owner, and they guarantee that work. They give you a written guarantee. Those are all the reasons that I enjoy doing ads for advanced foundation repair. 214-333-0003. On the web, it's foundation repairs.com plural foundation repairs.com look them up it's a wonderful uh, website and the phone number again for advanced foundation repair 214-333-0003 that newer vehicle of yours probably has hdfm learn how to use it go to wbap.com slash fm wherever you want us whenever you want us news talk 820 wbap wbap.com since 1983 the experts at whiskey stone have been selling the finest in stone 
to uh, gardeners and other people who need stone all across North Texas. If you can hear me, they'll deliver to you. That's how spectacular they are. They buy their stone from quarries all around the southwest and beyond, and it's beautiful. Whether it is stone for patios or for walkways, maybe even a driveway, maybe it's a retaining wall, maybe it's a wall. It's Maybe it's the side of a house or it's a, a fountain. Maybe it's pool decking or decorative gravel or river rock. They have it all. That's Whiskey Stone. It's beautiful, and the people are fabulous. You will be greeted cheerfully. You will be helped graciously. Need to work on that, don't I? And uh, you will like the experience that you have at Whiskey Stone. It's a fun place to visit. You don't really have a landscape until you have beautiful stone in it, and Whiskey Stone can can fulfill your dreams of having that beautiful stone. You need to go out and look around, and they'll help you. They're open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays, 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. And the phone number is 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. And it's a third-generation family business. Whiz-Q Stone. W-H-I-Z-Q.com. <laughs> 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. Texas Democrats might walk out of the legislature's special session. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident is blocking the right lane of northbound 35E just after its uh, intersection with 635. Construction's closed the HOV lanes both east and westbound I-30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. And another construction project blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. We still have a 50-50 chance of spotty to scattered afternoon storms. Some of them could be severe, behind 91. Tonight, some lingering showers or storms are possible. Overnight low 74. Tomorrow, Monday, partly cloudy, isolated showers, perhaps a few storms, high temperature 92. Right now, it's partly cloudy and 75 degrees. Some Texas Democrats say they are ready to stage a second walkout to again stop consideration by the Texas legislature of restrictive voting measures. Democrats temporarily thwarted a sweeping Republican-backed bill in May with a dramatic late-night walkout. Some Democratic lawmakers believe they should do it again during the current special session on the grounds they say that Republicans have shown no willingness to listen to them. An unopened copy of Nintendo's video game, The Legend of Zelda, that was produced in 1987, has sold at auction for $870,000. Heritage Auctions in Dallas say that video game was a rare version of created during a limited production run in the last few months of late 1987. Legend of Zelda is a popular fantasy adventure game first released in 1986. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 10 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very, very much. If you'd like to call, we have a couple of open lines right now that we've emptied. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now. Let me tell you about the folks who sponsored this entire hour. I have to tell you how grateful our family is for Baylor Scott & White Health. Uh, For one thing, they saved our daughter's life. 
How's that? That's a good start, don't you think? That was back in 2005, and they have meant so much to us ever since uh, for many, many reasons. My wife serves on the board of Baylor, Scott & White, McKinney, and uh, we get so much of our health care. Ninety-five percent of our health care comes out of the Baylor health care system because that's where the great doctors and nurses and support team, that's where they are. Oh, we are so grateful. So anyway, with that in mind, let me tell you about their message that they have for me to deliver to you. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's the MyBSW Health app, and it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years, saying thank you to Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408. Four zero eight. Listen to WBAP in your home. Just ask your smart speaker and she'll gladly assist. Alexa, open WBAP. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP.com. Please visit my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you order my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's where you sign up for eGardens, my, my uh, Thursday night uh, free electronic newsletter. It's also where you find quite answers to my 1001 frequently asked questions and the archived information on uh, rose rosette virus and crepe myrtle bark scale and a lot more. That's at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. I heard about that. Somebody else was just talking about that. How about that? Thank you, Stubby. Let's go to Sharon in Hearst. Sharon, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting. Thank you, Neil, for taking my call. Sure. So my question is, my uh, St. Augustine, I've always thought that you were supposed to fertilize every six weeks in the summer. And now I've been told, no, you don't fertilize in the hot summer. So that's my first question. And my second one is, um, do you automatically treat for grubs in July whether you see many June bugs or not. All right. Those are good questions. And uh, they, uh, they hint at the evolution of lawn care recommendations. Um, in, 19, mm-hmm. in the 1970s, when I was uh, new to this area, we came here in 1970, and, and by the mid-70s, uh, grub worms were a, an incredible problem. I can't even begin to describe. We lived in Farmer's Branch and June beetles in late June. Of course, they, they, uh, they, the, the little one is the one that does the damage. The little June beetle uh, gives the white grubs that do the, the feeding. There are lots of different beetles that give grubs. Um, and the one that caused the problem would accumulate in the curbs in Farmer's Branch and elsewhere all across North Texas uh, ankle deep. I mean, it was like a snowstorm out there of these June bugs. And then six weeks later, they would hatch. And the worst I ever saw was uh, not far from the A&M Center, not far from uh, Pierce High School on Coit Road in in, um, uh, in Richardson, North Dallas area, Richardson. Uh, I guess Pierce is in Richardson. It was in that neighborhood right across the street, 125 grubs per square foot. Uh, on average in that neighborhood and those yards by the end of august were gone you could just roll up the whole block and and throw it away Uh, the little grubs were tiny they weren't much bigger than bb's so obviously those whole neighborhoods had to be treated and it went on for uh, several years every august it would be a problem and and for a few years after that five or ten years we would recommend putting out the the uh 
the product of choice, which at that time was diaznon, not not available mm-hmm. any longer. But we would recommend putting that out in early August to get the grubs as they hatched and and got down in the ground. Then it became Durzban, and it's gone too. But uh, the interesting thing was the grubs, the the June beetles population just kind of diminished. So that recommendation uh, changed to now only as needed. If you if you have had a, a grub problem in the past year or two, or if you have seen that kind of a horde of of uh, June bugs in in June, the the one that does the the damage, the small one, uh, not these great big things that come out in May or early June, but the smaller one. Uh, then you would treat, but very few people need to treat for grub worms now. So that's the long answer, but the explanation of why. Uh, about 1995, um, we began to see, uh, I began to get a lot of questions, calls, and I personally began to experience a disease in my own lawn, St. Augustine, of uh, yellowing in, in June and July. And I contacted my very good friend, Dr. James McAfee. Jimmy and I grew up together. We played Little League ball together. Our dads taught together at A&M. And he went to Purdue. I went to Ohio State. We came back. We ended up working together at the A&M Center. He was the turf specialist. I was the horticulturist, had same secretary. We left the same day in 1977 to go into commercial work. And uh, he was brilliant in turf. And I said, Jim, what's with my lawn? It's yellow. He said, when did you fertilize it? I said, well, it was yellow, so I put fertilizer on it a couple weeks ago. It got worse. He said, you have gray leaf spot, I'll bet you. You go out and look, and if you have these uh, BB-sized gray-brown spots on the leaves and runners, that's what it is. And I went out, and sure enough, there they were. And that was the mid-90s, and so that was the beginning of when that disease became a problem. And from that point on, the recommendation he gave me, and I've passed on uh, to others, has been don't fertilize after mid-June because that disease is very pronounced when it's hot. Uh, it, it, it shows up when it gets hot. So I tried to fertilize uh, early, uh, well, not early, mid-April, by mid-June, and then early September once it begins to cool, if you've had your first uh, uh, change in temperature in, in September. So those are, those are the three times. And, and honestly, Sharon, we have always overfed St. Augustine anyway. It hasn't hurt a thing to cut back on the summer feeding. That is that, so helpful. Thank you. Hey, so um, do you mind telling me the ratio that you use? Do you use the I, same ratio in April, June, and September? Yeah, oh yeah, I do. I I find one. It's it's all nitrogen. It doesn't matter what uh, it's it. So the ratio is is the same as the analysis. It, it's not going to have any phosphorus in it. So the ratio and the analysis are the same. It may be twenty eight zero uh, four, or maybe uh, you know maybe uh, uh, twenty four zero six or whatever it is, but. But there won't be any of the middle number. That's the main okay. thing. Okay. So back in the day, I always did the fifteen five ten. So, right. so and, no, and, and the five the, middle the five accumulated and and became almost toxic in its own right, and so that went okay. by the boards. Now in sandy soil, you could get by with that, but not in our clay soil in, in the Metroplex. Okay. Are you in sand in Hearst? No, more clay. Yeah. Okay. So you want to you mm-hmm. want to stay away from the middle number. Okay. Okay. So helpful, Neil. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. That was over-explained, but uh, I hope with, uh, with, with reason. I hope you understood it and made sense. So, Steve in Grapevine, Dale in Granbury, coming to you. Stay there. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing, and uh, all that's in, in the book. Everything I just explained, probably in a more, more conversant uh, manner. Um, so, uh, but anyway, the book is uh, everything that I have learned over a uh, 50-year career in horticulture in Texas put in writing, everything I've broadcast to you put in writing, all in one volume. I wanted to let it be kind of a summation of what I have learned gardening in Texas uh, as a kid and then since 1970 working as an adult. So uh, this book I offer to you at 36.95 plus tax and postage. I sign your copy before we mail it.
Uh, it is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It is at my office, and it's in my garage, and I'll be signing tonight out in the garage. So I'd love to have a chance to sign one for you. To do that, I need to have you order it online. If you call my office and order that way, then I'll sign it, and we'll get it in the mail sometime this week. But if you order online, I'll be signing it tonight, and we'll get it in the mail in the next 24 hours. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters that cover everything from lawns and landscapes to annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables, everything, including Chapter 2, which is a 48-page calendar in text form of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. 840 photographs, 344 pages. It's a high-quality paper, and it's a hardback printed in Texas, available only from my office or my website. Again, the office number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. It doesn't get any better than shopping at Ace. You walk in the door and they greet you. When was the last time you were greeted at one of the big old stores? Well, at Ace, you're greeted when you come in and they want to know how they can help you. And they'll, they'll find the person who knows the most about the topic that you need help with. There's a grammatical error in there somewhere. You sort it out. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Cutter, Backyard Bug Control Liquid Concentrate Insect Killer. 32 ounce for $9.99. Save an extra $3 off for Ace Rewards members. Pay only $6.99. There's a limit of two. Enjoy your backyard again with Cutter Backyard Bug Control Spray Concentrate. It controls mosquitoes, listed ants, fleas, and other listed insects on lawns, landscapes, and outdoor surfaces. Cutter Backyard Bug Control Spray Concentrate kills fast and lasts all summer. It includes quick flip hose-end sprayer, which activates the spray at the flip of a switch. For best results, apply it early before the insect populations are high. It covers up to 5,000 square feet of lawn. Cutter insect repellents have been helping families have fun together. That's been uh, true outdoors for more than 50 years. Goodbye, mosquitoes. Hello, summer. Thank you, Cutter. Ace Stores, parts of our neighborhoods owned by people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, let's go to Steve in Grapevine. Steve, this is Neil, good morning. Hey, Neil. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Awesome. Well, I just want to let you know, I, I did buy your book right after Christmas, and I'm loving it, so I'm going to be using you. it with my new house. But I had a quick question real quick. I'm looking at having um, a privacy screen on either side of my property uh, along the back on the east and the west side, and I was considering eastern red cedar or blue Wichita, and I wanted your opinion of which might be best and and why all right and how big is your property it's 2.11 acres perfect eastern red cedar hands down uh blue wichita is not eastern red cedar therefore it scares me most of the non-eastern red cedar junipers seem to me to come down at some point or another with either ceridium canker or fomopsis or one of the other uh Uh, twig blights that causes them to die. Wichita is a beautiful juniper. Some of the other pretty junipers 
Uh, I, I love Spartan. I, I love several of them. And they all seem to come down with these, uh, these stem diseases that, that, that ruin them. Uh, Eastern red cedar is, is, uh, is immune to those. It would be beautiful. Space them about uh, 16, 18, 20 feet apart. I would recommend spacing them irregularly and a little bit of a zigzag so they look natural. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I would not be opposed uh, to putting in some Nellie R. Stevens hollies uh, in the same spacing and uh, letting them grow to full size. They'll get uh, 20 feet tall and, and 15 feet wide. And they'd be beautiful, and they would give kind of a, a, a natural look with a, a just a nice break to the eastern red cedars. Gotcha. So no, no blue witch tall at all. You don't recommend that. I love it. I just would hate to count on it for privacy and have one or two of them die out. Right. Watch, watch Is, the junipers around town. Watch the junipers around town, and you'll see what I'm talking about. You know, half of this one died, half of that one died. And, and it's just uh, just odd how it develops. I don't know specifically that, that Wichita has, has had that problem. Do some research. Look up plant pathology and uh, Wichita juniper. Uh, look, uh, do, do this. Google uh, university, uh, Wichita, no, university plant pathology, Wichita juniper, and, and see what you come up with. I would further enter okay. Clemson, uh, Auburn, uh, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M individually, um, okay. and North Carolina State. Those are the five that report the juniper problems the most commonly. Okay. Thank you, Neil. I really appreciate it, and I really enjoy your show and really enjoying your book. So thank, thank you Thank you much. very much, Steve. Have a great day. Let me go to Dale and Granbury. Last call for today. Dale, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Thank you for visiting with me. Yes, so, sir. Uh, quick question. Um, did not pre-emerge. So I'm having a crabgrass problem in uh, in Saint Augustine. What's the the best treatment this, this season with all the with all the moisture we've had? The crabgrass. There, there is no product you can use to kill any grass within a grass once it's growing. Uh, pre-emergent is your only means of of uh, dealing with a grass within a grass, and especially in Saint Augustine. Are you sure you have crabgrass and not Dallas grass? Well, it, uh, it's jointed, uh, fuzzy root, easy to pull, but uh, very, yes, uh, very aggressive do, right now. It's really do the crazy. seed heads look like a helicopter rotor, or? Oh, I haven't let I haven't let them get that tall, but uh, could. If uh, they look like a hell, so it has short runners, four or five inch long runners. Correct. All right. And it's a medium green color as opposed to deepest dark green? Correct. All right. That is crabgrass. And very frankly, if you, uh, uh, if you will mow frequently, uh, St. Augustine should crowd out crabgrass. You need to be sure that you put out your pre-emergence next spring because uh, without uh, that, you don't get a second chance. Good deal. All right. Well, I've got, I've got spring to go then. Thank you, Neil. Yeah. Take care. Have a good day. Folks, I have enjoyed very much being with you today. Mike Bass, you have done a masterful job of keeping the program going its right direction. Thank you for that. Hope you have a wonderful week. Make sure to water your plants, like I said early in the program, uh, by hand. If they're new shrubs that you've planted, don't count on sprinkler irrigation to do them. If it's a 10-gallon plant, give it 10 gallons of water every other day. That's critical. Thanks for listening. Until next week, happy gardening.